move over to Silicon Valley in Austin, Texas. This week's episode is sponsored and brought to you by our very own Southwest Florida's 239 Group co-working startup and tech space. Now available, they can effectively help you shape your people, products, processes to create a culture, success, and your customers' needs, and to become the customer company that you deserve to be. Also brought to you by Fusion Point. It's a nonprofit for startups and advances Southwest Florida's innovation economy by connecting entrepreneurs with experienced mentors. Hi, this is Deshaun with the Doors Open Connect podcast, and this is my co-host, Rick Haas. Thank you all again very much for listening and tuning in. Um, we hope you guys had a great weekend, and so as I like to say, let's dive into the meat and potatoes, Rick. We had a great weekend of open houses. We had uh, we did over nine um, this past weekend, which is which is great. Um, so we, we hosted over 3.3 million enlisting sat. We had three uh, plus offers or, that are either pending or possibly coming in. We had over 30 lead captures, um, 11 agents working, cooperating together amongst five brokerages. Uh, we had Remax, um, we had Premier Plus Realty, we had EXP, Florida Realty Company, and Marzuko Real Estate. So definitely a lot of positives and, and good things going on. Yep, that's an another thing we're starting to see a lot of is a lot of brokerages, uh, different brokerages using the app each week and collaborating, which is awesome. Yeah, starting to there's starting to pick up. We had you know Keller Williams on there. People starting to post, starting to get the idea. We're just continuously pounding the pavement to get the word out. And um, there's a lot of people out there that are willing to work together. And you know it's a community and and it's a net, it's a growing network. And you know let's uh, let's keep that keep that going. Yeah, and and the, some of the uh, places because me and Deshaun go around and check out um, some of the new agents that are doing working through the app and stuff like that. Um, and they they were doing good. Uh, a lot of them had the signs. Some of them had balloons. You know, they were they were very coachable. And I'm excited to see what they're going to do next week for the this and, weekend for the open house. And you always learn something, right? So the, one of the busiest open houses that we were getting sat over the last couple of weekends, um, it turned out to be a dud this this past week uh, weekend. However, one of the other ones that was having trouble getting people through it, the uh, the agent uh, picked it up last minute. And um, again paid through the app itself so she got paid leads but it was actually a busy open house for her she had over i think she said something like eight people a party of six that really wanted to uh, uh they were very interested in in purchasing that property in particular so i know she's still kind of work working with them and communicating then you had taylor who's killing it as well she sat a, a 2.4 million dollar brand new construction listing she had people coming through um and she's got some some hot buyer leads uh and uh, you just never know. You just never know. But you have to put yourself in those situations. Yeah, just just like you said, the the hot spot that we had for open houses ended up not being the hot spot for the week, and the other spot that was not the hot spot ended up becoming the hot spot. So you really never know with open houses, and you can't get discouraged just because one open house you didn't have anybody through. Like like I've said multiple times before, my very first open house, I had nobody come through, and I could have let it discourage me, but I didn't. I did another open house the very next day, and I think I had like, I think it was like 12 people walk through that second day. So I'm like, oh, I get it. It's just, you got to keep doing them. And as you always say, it's a numbers game, right? It it's is. A number. As long as you're doing everything that you're supposed, that's within your control and you're doing it right, you know, mark, picking up your open house at the beginning of the week, marketing all week long, maybe coming out with some sort of campaign. Um, I know we've got gift baskets, gift cards and things of that nature. Um, agents that are starting to implement that. Um, doing everything you, you can to set yourself up for success, you know, Facebook ad campaigns. And then that week, you know, once the weekend comes, you sit that open house, 
you've done everything you can. You're prepared, you're ready to go, you, you're informed, you know what's going on with that listing. Um, and as long all you have to do then is be professional and dress professional and personable, um, and that's it. And then everything else as you know is outside of your control. But as long as you know you did everything you possibly could to maximize the exposure for yourself, your brand, the listing, um, then you're doing it right. And after that, it's just a numbers game. Yeah, and I've had agents come up to me and say, so how many open houses do you do before you kind of stop doing open houses? And well, the answer is really, you never really want to stop doing open houses, but to give you a good starting point from what I've done to, to experience success through open houses and be able to manage my time um, for all my clients is I'll keep doing open house, open house, open house until I'm working with three serious buyers that I'm showing properties to. And then I'll focus on those three buyers, kind of maybe not do as many open houses because, of course, you know, you have inspections, the financial contingencies, you have all kinds of things that are going to pop up with these new three buyers. So you want to make sure you're there for all that and your time is used appropriately for those buyers. A lot of them are going to want to check out homes on Sundays, so you might not be able to do open houses. But do open houses until you have about three serious buyers and then work work with those buyers. Make sure you get them everything they need. And then as soon as you start closing on these properties, go back to doing the open houses and keep uh, putting leads and potential clients into your funnel. That's right. That's that's good advice. Good advice. Well, let's uh, let's dive in here. Today we have with us a special guest, Mr. Alex Allen, co-founder of 239 Group, president of Southwest Florida Tech Partnership Board uh, Secretary and Program Director at Fusion Point. So we really want to say thank you and welcome you. Um, thanks for taking the time. Um, welcome to the Doors Open uh, Connect podcast. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and to talk about, I don't know much about real estate, but I'm excited to talk about the, uh, the different things that we're doing down here in the Southwest Florida community and um, co-working and the technology ecosystem. Absolutely. And we want to dive into that because, hey, entre uh, real estate is entrepreneurship. So it's building your business and building your brand. So that's why, you know, this is, this is going to be great. So let's dive into your story. Um, I know we formally introduced you, but can you tell us a little bit about um, your background? What led you into uh, the companies that you're involved in with today? Sure. Yeah. So um, just like many people, I think I kind of fell into a good situation early and just wrote it till till I till, you know, till now. Um, so back in 2006, I got connected with a startup uh, software company called eMaint Enterprises. Uh, that's eMaint for maintenance, not mate for uh, dating website. We used to get that a lot. Um, so I joined that business. Um, when they were just 12 people up in, in Marlton, New Jersey, 10 to 12 people. And uh, it was a great opportunity for me. I'm super technical by nature. Um, and a friend of mine was working there and, and introduced me to the company. Stayed with them from 2006 until 2016. Uh, in the middle of that run in 2012, I moved down to Southwest Florida. So our founder, uh, Brian Samuelson, uh, bought a house in Estero. Um, Southwest was running flights from Philly to uh, RSW for next to nothing. So he came down, uh, found somewhere right off of Corkscrew and um, really enjoyed his time down here and didn't want to work from home anymore. So he put it out to our team. And at that time, the team was probably 30, 35 people uh, and said, anybody want to move down? And I was the only person that took him up on the offer, which I thought was incredible at the time. Uh, so I came down and opened up the, uh, the, the location down here, which shortly became our headquarters. 
Um, what a lot of people probably don't know about this region is there is a lot of tech talent down here um, that is either unemployed or underemployed. A lot of people that have come down uh, with their significant others um, to get to, to join an organization like Hertz or Chico's or Neogenomics or, you know, uh, an opportunity that they have. Um, but they and then you have the schools, yeah. obviously, pumping out uh, students every every uh, every year. And um, they're not able to necessarily find somewhere to utilize their skill sets because we don't have a very heavy technology footprint down here. So we were able um, to get uh, a great team together down here, grow the team very quickly as we were having incredible growth with our business. Um, and then eventually that uh, ended up with us getting acquired in 2016. Um, and fortunately the company was bootstrapped, um, so no outside investment. So pretty decent exit. Um, and then after that, I left uh, one year later, uh, which is a pretty common story, uh, and uh, joined another technology firm that's down in the region, Field Edge. Stayed with them for about a year. They were acquired six months in, good times. Uh, and then uh, started having conversations with Brian uh, and said, you know, let's, let's get the band back together, right? Um, I, these, you know, these organizations that I've worked with, the people that I've talked to, they just don't have the same passion. And I don't want to work for someone that really just isn't doing things for the right reason. So that's how we ended up starting 239 Group. Uh, definitely not, you know, didn't have a great business model, didn't have a great idea. But fortunately, we had uh, the capital available to kind of shoot first and then aim later or whatever um and then so we launched the business um and so the key thing was getting involved with the tech community um and the entrepreneurial community um and so within a month or so we started looking for a place to work and particularly uh, hoping for a co-working space to partner with um, to utilize our experience uh in technology and didn't really find that in the region um so that was enough market research that we needed to do. So that's when uh, we pulled the trigger and uh, started to get ready to open uh, 239 Work, which is our technology-focused co-working space, uh, which we were able to open in February of um, 20, where are we at? 2019. Um, since then, uh, we've done a lot of different things. We've gotten very involved with the technology community. So we've launched 239 Ventures, which is our VC arm. Uh, obviously, we're involved, as you mentioned, with Fusion Point. Um, so Fusion Point is a, a nonprofit uh, mentoring organization for technology startups in the region. Um, and then uh, I'm also involved with the tech partnership. So have my hands in a lot of different things. And when people ask me, you know, what do you do? Why do you do it? I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just hyper passionate about seeing Southwest Florida grow and flourish. And I don't have crazy expectations. We're not going to become the next Silicon Valley tomorrow. Um, but I think that there is enough going on that if we collaborate, um, and get some of these technology companies working together and uh, meetup groups and nonprofit organizations collaborating, then we can have a much stronger voice and uh, work with the local governments and chambers to, uh, to really make an impact here and to diversify the economy. Well, that's it, everybody. That's a podcast. Thanks for listening. No, no, there's there's a lot to digest and that's dive awesome. in there. That's, that's really awesome. Um, are you originally from New Jersey? 
We not so no. So I have a kind of a, a long bouncy road. So technically, uh, I am a naturalized citizen. I was born in England. Okay. Uh, moved to California when I was very young. Spent a few years there, uh, and then I ended up in in New Jersey uh, midway through elementary school. So I went to five 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 schools in four years when I was really young, Eeks. and oh, then wow. settled down. Yeah, that's all oh, your you get a trail of different friends. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't the most popular kid in school anyway, so it's okay. <laughs> well, no, I mean, this is all really exciting because I was it's one of those things that especially when I was we were kind of starting with the with DOC. Um, it's like, okay, well, everybody's in Silicon Valley, but then they, they, from Silicon Valley, if you follow and listen to all the podcasts and all the, the angel investors, et cetera, you see, you see a lot of them, like Tim Ferriss, leaving that and going to, like, um, uh, Austin, Texas. Yep. So then they say Austin, Texas is booming for tech startups, et cetera. And there's a, there was a bit of me that was kind of like, well, we got to we got to leave the state and go to one of these places to knock on doors and, and try to get this, this thing moving and rolling. Um, and then we, you know, fortunately came a, came across you guys because um, I think it was Jason Dolly. I, I never know if I'm pronouncing that right. Is no, it, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Jason. yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, he introduced us. Um, to, he was like 239 workspaces exactly for startups here in Southwest Florida. And so I was like really intrigued by that and excited. And, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, so this is all really good. Um, so the, the, the 239 group on the company website, this, the description is, you know, with over 50 years developing customer, um, centric organizations, you're in good hands, you know, your business, the transformation, the journey, um, early stage. Can you, can you dive into a little bit more exactly what it is? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, I mean, and that we're actually about to launch our new website, which has a mu much better description of what we do now versus what we thought we were going to do when we launched the business, right? Mm -hmm. um, so 239 Group really at this point is primarily the parent organization, right? And we have started splitting out into sub entities. Um, as I mentioned, the group business is really, it's a do good first type of organization. We, you know, yes, we are a for-profit business, but we are not hyper-focused on generating revenue today. We have enough runway that we can invest in Southwest Florida uh, and these different endeavors that we're getting after. Um, and then uh, we believe that the region will repay us in the long run um, through growth of our organization. So um, the, the group business is comprised of a few different sub entities right now. So we cover those, I think is the best way to do it um, under the 239 umbrella. And then we can talk about the other things. Mm -hmm. um, but 239, so we have, um, 239 has invested in local software companies. Um, so we did that early on. Um, so there's uh, uh, quite a few investments locally, smaller investments, seed investments, um, early stage and so that was one of the things we wanted to do take some of some of the uh, capital that's available and support local businesses uh, what we found was that there was a greater opportunity um, and we weren't um, really the best uh, educated on the investment structure emate was bootstrapped brian and i worked together at emate for a long time 
field edge was not, um, but I didn't have a ton of exposure just being there for a short period of time. So what we ended up doing uh, is we leveraged our resources. So we built the co-working space to network and to connect with technology in the region and to provide a space uh, that's central between Naples and Fort Myers for technology to meet. Right. So whether it's meetup groups, nonprofits, what you know, just people that are in the space, whatever it is. Um, and so what ended up happening is one of our anchor tenants is Reach Moby. Um, so they've been in Fort Myers for some time. Uh, so they moved in with us when we first opened up. They have 25 plus members in a corner of the office. And um, they hired someone um, as their new eight, uh, recruit uh, head lead recruiter. And um, her they ran out, they, their internet stopped working at home. So her husband came in to the co-working place, place, uh, space. So she said, you know, you might as well come here. Uh, and so Aaron Stafford, um, her now husband at the time, fiance, uh, came into the space. He was working for Salesforce at the time. And um, we got to talking. He's super entrepreneurial and super educated in finance um, and fundraising. So he actually has a background while he was in school. He uh, created some sort of fund to flip houses and did that for a number of years. And uh, so he joined the team. And then that's who we leaned on to launch the 239 Ventures arm. So that allowed, he, he's much more educated in, in that world than I am. I don't really understand it. To me, it's a little bit of black magic. Um, <laughs> so you, you get paid for connecting people that want to lose, you know, give up their money to people that want their money. Really? Like that's a thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so he's, he's been tremendous, a tremendous asset, a tremendous add to the team. And um so that's one component is uh, investing in and bringing capital into the region. Um, the, uh, the workspace is really about just providing that space, that collaboration, um, and that um, uh, opportunity for us to meet those early stage startups, right? We run a ton of events, whether they're professional development events, technical events, you know, utilizing AWS and uh, Docker and this and that and things that I don't even understand. Um, and so we have a good uh, mix of people coming through the space and some of them are just software developers. Some of them are, are prospective entrepreneurs that are thinking about starting things. Um, so but with the work um, element and the ventures element, the next piece that we were missing was really the ability to support some of the people that are in the workspace. So uh, within the last few months, we've uh, increased our staff to provide support services like marketing. So we have uh, on-staff resources that can do logo design, web design, put up a WordPress site, do things in Wix, Shopify, whatever, you know, you know those basic things, those entry-level things for our members. Uh, run your social media, particularly because that's what our members were asking for. Right. That's what people walking through the space were asking. Hey, you know, how, how are you promoting your events? How are you promoting the brand? You know, we see you have, you know, uh, this uh, many people showing up. We only had X. How do we get there? So uh, we've, we've been able to do that. And now, um, so we have the space, we have capital availability, and we're networking with other VCs. Um, and now we're looking at, um, well, now we're launching uh, our formal accelerator. So under the 239 Labs brand, uh, we will be uh, launching our uh, first 
um, cohort in September, and that is a formal 12-week accelerator for local startups, technology-focused startups, um, to participate in, and we're working with local mentors um, and national mentors to provide guidance during that 12-week process. Um, there's no cost to participate in it. There's no uh, equity taken from these companies, so it's very similar to uh, the nonprofit model um, run by Mass Challenge. In fact, uh, the um, creator of Mass Challenge, a huge uh, accelerator up in the, the Boston area, um, is one of our advisors. Uh, another of our, our advisors is a uh, big name down here, Tim Cartwright, um, in venture capital. So he runs the Tamiami Angel Fund. Um, so he's another uh, advisor to us and everybody that we've talked to is really backing us on 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 what we're trying to do um, and the reasons that we're trying to do it there's been uh, you know from the feedback that we've gotten um, there's been a lot of efforts to do these types of things but they've always been backed by government or um, someone that is not by nature an entrepreneur um, so uh, and right out of Tim's mouth you know seeing an entrepreneur do Doing this leads uh, to a higher level of belief that it's going to be successful um, and the right passion is there to drive it to the finish line so we're really excited to launch this uh, the labs initiative but um, so that's the three brands currently again a long answer to a short question three brands currently sitting under group are um, the 239 work is the co-working space uh, 239 ventures um, and then 239 Labs. We do have 239 Media as kind of a sub-brand as well for those services. Uh, and believe it or not, there is other stuff in the pipeline kind of hanging out under the covers <laughs> waiting for COVID to back off. So. Yeah. <laughs> we could do all do a lot better without the freaking COVID. So before Deshaun dives into uh, Fusion Point stuff, sure. I have a little two-part question here for you. Yeah. Um, first, how did, what, what clicked in your head when you were growing up to be part of a tech type of company also and what's your goals and objectives for the two uh 239 group sure um so what clicked in my head i didn't have a lot of friends <laughs> he was too busy moving around <laughs> no nah, um so i mean i've just always been technical by nature like i was so silly story you know i i would not eat lunch at school and I would tell my parents that I needed more money to buy lunch at school. And I would just hoard that. And then I, I saved it all and I bought a computer. And, wow. and I put that all together. And, you know, they knew I was doing it, but, you know, I thought I was outsmarting them at the time. <laughs> um, so I've always been technical by nature. Um, I tell people, you know, I'm just kind of like I'm just kind of screwed up. Like my go to is to work. Um, no matter what it is, no matter, you know, whether it's a job or, you know, I'm running my own business. I mean, I like, it's just something I can't switch off. And there's sometimes that I really wish, you know, mental health wise, I could switch off. Um, and working in the tech, the you know, atmosphere, it, it embodies that, like you don't switch off, you know, you work anywhere you are, you, you know, you, you're constantly innovating. It's constantly changing. You're constantly being challenged. You get the opportunity to work with different people, build teams. And, and I really, you know, I just, 
I had a great mentor in Brian who took me under his wing, uh, taught me a lot of good things, some not so good things as well. Um, and uh, just, you know, really helped me understand, you know, what it means to, to really build a company and uh, be 100% focused on customer success and customer experience when you're doing it. Um, so that's kind of how I ended up in technology. Uh, full disclosure, I, I, didn't, I, I started college. I didn't last very long. Um, it was just not the right time for me. I wish I, you know, now it's like, okay, when am I going to go back? But um, so that was part one of the question. What was part two yeah, of the question? The other part was the 239 group. What's your long-term like goals and objectives? Sure. So, I mean, our goal for 239, like I said, is really to impact the, the economy and the ecosystem down here. Um, having the 239 brand be synonymous with entrepreneurship and technology here in the region um, would be tremendous for us. Um, we want to build this thing as far as it'll go. Um, so for me, success would mean that um, the, the co-working space, you know, we're not, like I said, we're not in real estate. So if there's an opportunity to open a, a second co-working space, we might, but that's not really what our, our business is about. Um, but you know, I, I would love to see it double in size, um, and have to move into another location or, or, or expand that way. Um, having a, uh, you know, having the, um, uh, accelerator, uh, whether, you know, um, be through word of mouth or uh, through our success and, and all those different things really have a, a backlog of applicants. So we're not having to go out and, you know, promote and do those types of things um, just based on, again, the brand and the name. Um, and then ha myself having the opportunity to then take a step back, uh, get somebody in place that's running the day to day operations for the accelerator, just like uh, we have somebody in place now with the co-working space. Jessica, our community manager, uh, rocks that on a daily basis, just you know, reaching out to us when she needs some assistance. Um, it would be great to be in the same uh, type of situation with um, the Accelerator and with um, some of the other organizations I'm a part of, Fusion Point, um, the Technology Partnership, um, and so that we can focus in on something else. Uh, I don't expect it to stop. Right. Um, we are just really opportunistic, and there's really no opportunity that we won't take a hard look at uh, and see if there's a way that it makes sense to extend the brand to encompass that. Nice. I, so got, I got a quick question, though. Do you sleep? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yes, I do. Um, my wife would say I don't sleep enough. Uh, but I mean, that's a that's a whole nother conversation is, you know, the mental health aspect of being an entrepreneur and being driven, um, which I would be more than happy to dig into. But I know we only have a certain amount of time. But yeah, I mean, I sleep. I I do struggle, and I think it's a struggle that all entrepreneurs have that are wired the same way, uh, which is, you know, I, I have a certain level of guilt no matter what. So whether I, if I'm working, I have a certain level of guilt that I'm not with my family. When I'm with my family, I have a certain level of guilt that I'm not working. Yeah. Um, and I think that's good in a way, right? It keeps you driven. Right. Um, but at the same time, you know, it, 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 keeps you at a current state of, uh, I would say agitation, right. Of constantly thinking what's next, what's next. And my wife will 
regularly point out that I missed our turn as we're driving somewhere <laughs> because I'm thinking about, you know, Monday or, you know, what's happening next. So, yep. you know, it is what it is. But, you, you know, if I'm driven, I love doing it. I, I really enjoy it. And I, I love working with uh, my partners. And um, I believe in the cause. And I think that goes a long way. Yeah. Awesome. It's a lot of moving parts and a lot of uh, balance, like a ba daily balancing act. I'm, and I'm the same way, too. I get I have nightmares when I have deals going on. Like, oh, yeah. Are they going to happen? Are they not going to happen? What's going to happen? Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I, I woke up this morning and uh, the, the pitch in my, it was in my head. I was like singing it out loud, <laughs> like trying to try to work because I'm working on my pitch, um, you know, for investors and, and for uh, really just kind of how to do it, the pitch deck and, and get through it. But right. um, yeah, no, the whole thing is just like you said, it just kind of never, never shuts off. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, another answer to that question is um, I do, you know, it's it comes in comes and goes like, you know, the the balance. Right. And the self care. Uh, depending on what's going on with the businesses, uh, because sometimes I just go right as much as I can nonstop um, because that's what the business requires. But do a lot of try to meditate regularly. So actually, before I left the house to come here, I did a little lunchtime meditation session just to clear my mind for a little bit. And I think that helps a ton. Just five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, taking the time for yourself. Um, you know, I don't get up at four o'clock in the morning and jump in ice baths or <laughs> stuff like that, like Jack Dorsey does, uh, but, yeah. uh, you know, that Tony Robbins. Yeah. So, you know, I think you just got to find the balance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so where does fusion point come into that? I mean, fusion point, which you're on the board of directors, um, as a secretary and the, and the, the program director for fusion point among the several other board members, like Mr. Brian Samuelson, who's a cha chair chairperson, excuse me, and, and Scott Salsi, the treasurer. Um, what, how does that tie in? Is that the incubator portion of it? Or? Right. So the way that it all works um, is actually when we, when we were first looking at, you know, okay, so we decided co-working, all right, we can't find a space, we'll build a space. What do we want our co-working space to look like? Obviously, we don't want to be the next WeWork. Uh, that goes without saying. Yeah. But um, the uh, you know, it, there's so many different models that are out there. There's incubators, accelerators, startup studios, you know, and they all have a different variation on them. And some of them are for profit. Some of them are nonprofit. And then you just have a co-working space or a maker space like the, just tons of variety. So we were looking at all those options that were available to us and thinking about what are we going to do? Um, and so we decided launch a co-working space with the goal of having mentoring and then eventually a an accelerator uh you know as usual we're thinking or i'm thinking five years down the line brian my you know my partner my mentor is thinking like five days down the line and uh, <laughs> you know eventually it's just how much can you do um but so we ran into Fusion Point. So Fusion Point is a nonprofit organization that's been down in the region for a number of years. Um, they were brought down here by uh, Steve, um, geez, Steve Walling. Sorry, Steve. Um, that, uh, so, and we met Steve and the current uh, program manager, um, Rob Strandberg. And so Steve was on the board and is on the board of Jumpstart, which is based out of Ohio, I think. And it is an accelerator out there. They've had a ton of success. He wanted to bring that down here um, and provide that to this region. He saw an opportunity. So 
they've been hard at work at doing that um, for a number of years. But Rob is Orlando based and Steve is part time Southwest Florida resident. So he goes back and forth when you're allowed to. Um, and so uh, we worked with them. They were our, a resident in the co-working space and we provided, uh, you know, we collaborated with them quite a bit. Um, and a couple of their members uh, were members of our community as well. And so after about a year's time, um, Rob had other things going on and decided that he wanted to back down his commitment uh, because it is all volunteer. Uh, and then Steve also um, decided, you know, he has other uh, areas of interest and um, he wants to pursue other passions. Um, so he reached out to us and said, all right, well, we've been at this for a couple years. 239, we believe in the mission. We believe in you guys. Uh, would you be interested to take over the majority of the board uh, and really tightly align Fusion Point with the 239 brand? Um, and Fusion Point has a great stable of mentors. Fusion Point has a great group of companies that they're mentoring. Um, and, you know, we definitely saw an opportunity to take Fusion Point uh, as it was and has been and really take it to the next level because we have a full-time focus on this community we're in here you know we're every day we're in it having conversations with the various things that we do um so that was a great opportunity for us and and we were able to get all that done during some of our you know i'll say downtime um during covid over the last couple months um, and make that transition and now we are really getting after it. We've been able to bring on a couple new companies into the Fusion Point portfolio over the last uh, 30 to 45 days. Um, Doors Open Connect being one of them that we're really excited to have. We've launched a new program. Uh, so the Kickstart program, which allows us to bring in earlier stage companies into the mix and make sure that they're prepared um, for the next step, which would be uh, the uh, formal mentoring program or the accelerator. Um, and we've brought on new uh, additional mentors into the program. So these are mentors that are still active in the community, Southwest Florida residents, some of which have gone through their own exits, some of which are uh, running multiple businesses in the region, some of which are freshly retired, that are familiar with what exactly it is that the early stage entrepreneurs like yourself are going through the trials, the tribulations. Uh, they've made the mistakes that you know you haven't even realized that you're coming up on <laughs> yet, and um, that you know that they're there to help steer you in the appropriate direction. So it was just a, a great fit for us. Um, and we're, we're really excited to, to have the collaboration and to, to be able to take Fusion Point to the next level um, and then uh, utilize that to quickly move forward with the accelerator at the same time, utilize that mentor network and uh, tap into that. So uh, it, just, it just really worked out. That's awesome. Well, the uh, speaking of which, what's the uh, the application process look like for? Sure. Um, so for actually, um, we're just about to put our application live for the um, 239 Labs um, first cohort, as I mentioned, which starts in September. Um, so within, uh, I don't know when this 
podcast is going to be up, but uh, I would say within the next few days that 239 Labs website will be active. You can actually reach it currently through the 239 Work website, 239work.com. Um, and so that's specifically for that cohort. The, um, for, to get involved with Fusion Point, um, you can actually go to fusionpoint.org and there is an application right on that website. Uh, you can apply to either become a mentor if you are looking for ways to fill your, your time once you're down here in Southwest Florida. Um, or you want to get more involved with the community um, and you can also apply to the um, to the mentoring program um, and it's going to ask you a series of questions about your business you know uh, what stage are you at what size is your team um, do you have a deck you know upload that deck um, revenue projections also you know market all sorts of things um, and just fill it out to the best of your ability and then we'll uh, we review those regularly Come, you know, Deshaun, you went through it recently, so we try to get uh, a couple conversations through quickly um, and then have you present to the team and then uh, the, the, the leadership team. And then once the leadership team has an opportunity to review, we'll kind of steer you down a path. And there's a number of different paths to go down. Yeah. Thank you for taking us, by the way. We, I know we were – I struggled a little bit there because nobody's I, – I think um, – uh, Mark, his wife is a real estate agent, but nobody right. else understood it. So that's that's actually how important it is. Um, you know, I, it made me realize that if you're not in the real estate space, the world that you need, to, you know, I need to come across, do a better job coming across to people that are that are not in that, so they understand what it is that we do. Right. So I mean, yeah. So that you point, you bring up a great point, which is, you know, we have a lot of people that are applying that have a specific subject matter expertise. Um, some people that are hyper technical, some people that are very strong in sales, some people that are very strong in their vertical like yourself, um, but have never actually gone through starting their own business, right? And have never actually pitched to an investor. Um, and it's, you know, it, it, it is definitely an intimidating process. Um, so that's really what the program is about is it's not necessarily about uh, during the application process having all of your ducks in a row. Right. It's about do you know, does the founder show passion for what they're doing? Do we believe um, and I say we but really I stay out of this. I, you know, I leave it to the, the to the experts, the mentors to deliberate. I just facilitate. But. You know, does Fusion Point believe in uh, the product itself and the uh, market uh, for that product? Um, and then, you know, do we believe that, that, that the founder is coachable? So congratulations, you checked all those boxes. <laughs> <laughs> and that was kind of what I was going to ask next, which was, you know, what is it you're looking for in entrepreneurs, um, you know, business startups? You know, how does, you know, if somebody's out there right now, like they're just now graduating from um, FGCU or something like that, and they've got an idea, but they have no idea how to get it going, right. um, you know, you know, how do they come to you correctly and, and make it through your application process? I mean, honestly, and you know, you, you can probably tell this from, from working with me. I mean, just be real. Mm -hmm. um, just be real with the people that you're talking to and don't, um, don't try to fake it. Don't, you know, if, you, if you're asked a question that you don't, re 
even understand um don't don't try to tap dance because it's very obvious um very very obvious um just be honest you know this is this is who i am this is where i'm at this is what i'm passionate about um and have a real conversation and i think that's going to take you a long way um the 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 people you know we've we've had people come through uh that have started multiple businesses that are looking for you know, very focused on uh, fundraising um, because they believe that they have everything else covered. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though that they've had some success in the past, those, some of those people don't make it into the program. And it's pre- specifically because they show, uh, the, the, they indicate that they are not coachable and that they have a very specific path that they want to, to go on and they won't be open um, to feedback that's going to help to guide them that, you know, to at least evaluate different paths. It's, you know, it's so common right. um, for a startup to pivot early um, based on just finding new opportunity or finding out that one feature, you know, you guys may find out that one feature is all you need out of the entire feature set that you have on your product mo- roadmap. Mm-hmm. And you can monetize that. And that's what people are willing to pay for. Uh, and you have to be open and willing to, to evaluate that and, and to, to see that writing on the wall. Um, so that, that's a big thing that we look for. And you nailed it right on the head. One of the most important things for entrepreneurs and businesses to be coachable, be adaptable. If, mm-hmm. if not, then you're sometimes being set in your ways is what could make you fail in a business. You and, know? and that goes for, for all the you know, entrepreneurs and business people. We go through it all the time in the office at... Um, at the, the real estate firm, which, you know, and that's what we, we've been trying to be, pa- that's what we're passionate about is helping people, but seeing people who actually listen to us and, and for things that we've been through, mm-hmm. I know Doors Open Connect is separate, but for open houses and things like that, listening to our feedback um, and actually implementing those things and, and being coachable. Um, now we've got Taylor's a rock star. Um, Andre, uh, all his deals so far have come through the Doors Open Connect uh, platform themselves. He's made over $20,000 in commission. And, and his open houses were night and day from the first one to now. And right. now but, he's a rock star but at he, it, you yeah, know? He, but he was coachable. He listened, you know, and... <clears throat> I think the point is, is that if you go in thinking you know everything, then it's, it's, you're going to be in. Yeah. Or you know, pretending that you know everything, it just sets you up for failures. And that's usually when you're younger and I think really proud, um, you know. Uh, well, I, th- I think the, the, uh, the other thing, too, is, you know, it's, it's okay to believe that you know the path, right? You have to be, you have to have a level of conviction about where you're going. You right. have to have a North Star that you're getting after. But the you have to be open to at least try you know if somebody Mm -hmm. provides feedback somebody provides another path uh that you can go down you need to be um uh able and willing to really fully evaluate that um and then when you do decide to go down a path you need to be willing to uh execute on that tremendously quickly just get after it and you know i um we used to have a development shop uh in um dublin ireland and uh so i would go out there pretty regularly um to work with the development team out there and i would go you know just kind of walk around the city and uh i walked past this giant office building one day and there was a sign outside that said done is better than perfect i was like ah that that resonates with me so well (laughs) turns out 
It was the Facebook building. Uh, I had no <laughs> idea at the time. Um, and it's one of their like key mantras. But um, yeah, I believe in that fully is just get, get it out there, get it done, get it into people's hands and even let them know like this is revision one and we want your feedback and um, you're going to help us make this into the best possible feature or the best possible product uh, out there. But, you know, don't be apologetic. Just explain where you're coming from and communicate clearly with your clients and um, or, you know, your your beta testers or whoever it is and and uh, just move quickly. And if it fails, okay then you know you don't spend uh two years building a product which you know you hear about it a lot right. with you know these bigger companies that will develop some video game for years and years and years and it's in development hell and then it comes out and everybody's like this, yeah. this thing is terrible grand what theft the auto <laughs> hey i like the grand theft auto <laughs> yeah, they take seven years to create a game by the right. next time the next one comes out i'm gonna have kids <coughs> showing them the game hopefully not <laughs> yeah um the next one so um no one likes to waste our most valuable non-renewable resource which is what time right time. yeah um so. fusion point is a non-profit but what is the motivation behind fusion point sure so i mean fusion point is really um driven by the sickness that is entrepreneurialism or however whatever word you want to put in there yeah um it, so these people that have had success, that have had exits, that have built their businesses and then step away, they usually don't stay stepped away. Um, so Brian, my partner, is a perfect example of that. Um, so he should not be working. I tell him all the time. He's out of his mind uh, to be working. He has a house in St. Thomas. He has a house uh, on the beach here in uh, Benita Springs. Uh, he has a home up in New Jersey. He could do whatever he wants, but he's messed up. He wants to spend time with me building 239. Um, so, you know, he's not in 24-7. I mean, mentally he is, uh, but um, not physically working on, on um, the deliverables. But that Fusion Point mentors love what they do they love building companies they love i mean mine the number one reason that um i love what i do is i love to see um people take the next steps in their career or in you know with their business or whatever it is um with their professional development and that's what drives me and you know my perfect scenario and i tell people this all the time i would love to be in a position where um, I just do what I do because it's the right thing to do um, and not have to worry about, you know, uh, if I'm spending so much time over here, what kind of revenue is that generating? That, that really doesn't do it for me. I'm not a money-driven individual. Um, I'm uh, driven by having great conversations with people, seeing them uh, grow their businesses, seeing them grow themselves. Um, and that's what these mentors, they, the majority of these mentors um, are like. They are people that just can't stop um, whether they want to or not. A lot of them um, make kind of make jokes, but, you know, that, well, I had to do this. Otherwise, my wife was, you know, or, or husband or significant other, I should say. Keep it PC. Um, <laughs> uh, it's going to go, you know, it's going to lose, you know, it's going to lose it on me because I can't 
I just can't sit still. So I'm creating these projects. I've, I've, you know, built a piece of software that organizes our family calendar or whatever, you know, <laughs> I, I got to get out. Um, so that, that's, I think what drives people is that, uh, they might be, um, you know, Southwest Florida, longtime residents. They want to see the economy grow down here. They want to see the diversification. Um, they, you know, uh, may have, um, their own designs of uh, getting involved with uh, these businesses and seeing investment opportunity down the road um, with some of these companies. Um, you know, there's a variety of different reasons, but at the end of the day, it, it's really just driven by that um, desire to see um, the, the economy down here continue to, to evolve um, and to diversify so that uh, we can uh, survive the next pandemic a little bit better and keep people uh, working. So, yeah, you know that right on the head. I believe that's a very common thing with most business owners or entrepreneurs that have been business owners or entrepreneurs for a very long time is they can't sit still. Yeah. Um, my, my dad's an example. He's he's one of those guys that can retire mm -hmm. and right off in the sunset. But no, now he wants to open up a restaurant. He wants to do this. He wants to do that. So it's like those those entrepreneurs, those true at heart entrepreneurs, business owners, don't sit still for long before right. it's like, there's no riding off in the sunset and there's no off switch, like you said before. It's, it's go, go, go because you love doing it. Right. And, yeah. it, and it's giving, you know, it's giving back and the, and the mentorship program is just amazing because I wish, I wish you guys had been around, you know, I wish I knew where to look years ago, you know, but again, I had to overcome my own demons, which is getting out of the space that um, was hospitality that I didn't want to be in. Um, but they would always say, you know, go find a mentor, have a mentor, have a mentor. But, you know, I just had, I only had the, the podcasts or um, books or that's the only way that I could figure out anything. Right. Uh, and didn't know how to connect with people outside of hospitality. Um, yeah, and it's, I mean, just having somebody to hold you accountable mm -hmm. is huge, right? right? Uh, because entrepreneurship is brutal sometimes oh yeah <laughs> I, I didn't understand what it you know what like i just didn't get it and you know and you don't until you're in it when people say ah oh, it's you know 10 a.m you're you know you're on top of the world 12 o'clock in the afternoon you're in the gutter like yeah. and it it really happens and um so having someone there that's just gonna call you on your bs and say you know hey like uh, you're you're focused over here you're down in the dumps whatever it is you know th this is be strategic focus in where where you can make the biggest impact and um, I think that's a, a huge thing especially for early stage entrepreneurs is to provide provide the guidance and um, to provide the accountability because it does it makes a difference um, not everybody has that Gary V or that Kevin Hart level of like insane drive right they can just go and you know one <clears throat> of the things that I preach is you know that's okay it's okay for you to not you can't hold yourself to that standard you know you know internally when enough is enough um, and so you know don't and I, I struggle with it myself, as I was saying, the guilt thing, you know, don't don't um, because you're not, you know, you're, you're not able to keep that energy level. That's superhuman. That, that, that doesn't mean you're, you, you know, you're you're not cut out for it. It just means that you're different. Um, but, yeah, holding holding you accountable is is a big component of it. Um, and just having those regular check ins is, is important. So just somebody to say, hey, you know, I haven't I haven't heard from you in a week. 
uh, what's going on? Are, are you on point? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mark just hit me with that, uh, <laughs> that email yesterday. And uh, I, it's, it's crazy because of the weeks, they just get away from you. You're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing this. And then it's like, oh, I have this time to do this. And something else comes up. And, um, and like you said, it, for me, yesterday was kind of one of those days where it was like, oh, my God, the, the world is there's just, just too much. I was just going down one rabbit hole after the next, trying to get the you know pitch deck ready, trying to get the um uh you know which we added ad banners to the to the app now so trying to figure that now we're doing market research on that to um do, do trying to come up with some sort of um ambassador program mm. um to help us leverage the, so we can focus in on getting back to more time um and do the things that we're supposed to do but we still have our training program which we're we're trying to implement so there's a lot going on and it was like all right i gotta i gotta like step away for a moment clear mm. my head Woosah, come back to it, but it's so, good. It's good to hit that reset. Yeah, so so I mean, it's not the one I would like, which would be a nice vacation, but <laughs> nobody's really vacationing right now. What anyway. is that exactly? Yeah, exactly. Vacation. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. When I go on vacation, I'm just doing work anyway, so I'm right. just doing work in another city. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but diving in to going back to how um, great this has been for us so far since we've been in the fusion sh um, fusion point program, uh, Mark yourself everybody's helped out um, a lot and it really the the format that you have week by week so week one week two um, three and four a lot of this stuff is is really good and it actually put things into perspective of things that I really wanted to do before mm -hmm. but I would lose track like the the journaling um, what did we learn this week what worked what didn't work um, that was really good you know personal strengths per personal weaknesses you you know a, I had a moment to look at myself in the mirror when I was able to sit down and go through really thinking about it, you know, why, your why. If you're in entrepreneurship, you're going to be working 80 hours a week and, and making no money, which we've been, you know, I've kind of been doing for the last two and a half years, um, to support the passion of helping people and giving back and turning a business into something. What's your why, you know? So um, that was week one for me. And, and to have that and to be able to sit down with that and, like, you know, as you say, uh, have some sort of accountability um, really helps. Um, you know, the journaling, I think at the very end of this, I would love to go back and write a kind of a book. I think I was telling you before, mm -hmm. you or Mark, um, you know, how crazy would it be to, to be able to journal the entire thing to, to hopefully a success story that I, I know it's going to be. <laughs> um, but show that to an, a prospective entrepreneur, like, hey, you're going to have to go through thousands of phone calls and back and forth thousands of emails you got you know building your business like this and this are you really ready you know what right. i mean this is really what it kind of looks like so that way when you do hit that moment where it's like man i just want to go back and get that regular paycheck and just yeah go back to the bar you know what i mean when you do hit that slump you remember oh wait no um you know and you know, Deshaun's journey he he the same thing happened here you know and this person's journey the same thing happened so you just got to push and, and get through that so that that was uh week one for us and i think that that was very important um you know going into week two um which really helped me tremendously and this is actually all i've been thinking about um and the funny thing was, I was watching Shark Tank at the same time. <laughs> I'm watching Shark Tank at the same time I'm sitting down with the, the beginning of week two, and it's like, okay, the pitch deck stuff. And it's like, I, you know, never having started a company before, I've had to become a Canva expert, you know. Yeah. And so now, oh, yeah. I'm, now I'm like, all right, I thought I had a good, clean-looking pitch deck. And I'm like, okay. And I remember burning out on that the first time I, I went 
the first, second, third time, because you have to do one. Well, we're doing one for the agents, and then we're doing one for um, the potential investors, right? Of course, yeah. And I thought I had a good, clean look. Um, and then I started to realize, like, I got to update this thing every week because of the, the numbers keep changing every week, yeah. and you want to be more appealing. Um, but then the week two, because of the fusion point, you know, I had all these different links and video links that I could watch. Um, and it really gave me perspective as to what I'm missing, which is focusing in people, you know, again, if you're not a real estate agent and you're an investor sitting in a boardroom, you don't know what right. the pain points are like. Well, how do you get people um, excited about it? Which kind of comes into what I was singing earlier this morning when I woke up, like I woke up fresh as, you know. Um, Sing it. So, okay, (laughs) I was kind of singing it, but the whole point was, okay, well, you know, what's what's your most precious non-renewable resource? What's something that somebody tells you is most precious, most valuable non-renewable resource, which is, or or something that you can't buy back your entire, the rest of your life. And then, you know, obviously you're going to think, well, time. Well, that's, that's incorrect. I'm, watch this. By the end of this pitch, I'll have taken your time from you and sold it back to you for free. So, and then I have all a right. whole other thing I'm working through. But, right, but let me hear the right. song, though. Song. <laughs> He's not letting it go. Yeah. So, but I, I was singing it to my dog this morning. Actually, I was as I was working my head. Around. Is that why your dog's at the vet now? <laughs> Probably. He's got ear damage. <laughs> Listening to my BS. But um, no, no. I think that that was very important. Tr- trying to get people's attention, you know, and that goes back um, uh, kind of to the Shark Tank thing, which is you have to say something that kind of resonates okay well what do you do you, you're a turbine company okay well what do you do well we turn water into money you know but right. that gets you in oh yeah how you do that right you know? so and then it'll it, we'll lead it into how it it actually um uh will cr- creates value and get people excited for it um but yeah the social you know you brought it the the, the social media the cleanup making sure that you have your your uh, developing the logo the branding um, the life story, the mission statement, um, and then how you're talking to, to users and, and launching it. So that's, that's very good. And, and we're going into, uh, uh, which I still have to f- put it all on, a lot of it on paper, but I, I'm, I'm there with it. So, uh, but that's what Mark was checking in on me. About. Right. Um, but then going into weeks three and four, which is, you know, product market fit, identifying the customers, market research, key assumptions. So there's always going to be something to, to take away from it, you know, even if you do have certain things in place already as a company, right. um, it's a, this is a great program uh, for aspiring entrepreneurs or somebody who's who's really trying to to get their business off the ground. Right. Well, we definitely appreciate the the kind words and great that you know very really excited that you're getting the value from it. Um, I think you know week five once once you get into that and uh, we we hand that over to you. So week five is uh, focused on um, product management and, and technical product management. And so that's something, you know, I know you're not a technical founder. Right. Um, so we're not digging in, we're not teaching anybody how to develop software or anything like that. But just understanding key terms, understanding the process of what a journey map looks like, uh, understanding the process of the development life cycle and um, agile development versus waterfall versus, you know, can Kanban or Kanban or however you pronounce it. But, you know, the you know, there's a ton of different things that as you were developing your app, you you know outsourced it right to uh, a, a lovely, lovely company um, uh, to do that for you. And. 
So being able to have some of those conversations um, and understand at a high level what you know what exactly is you know what's the back end for your application how scalable is it um, and being able to have uh, to speak with whether it's an outsourced resource or an in-person resource or a, on your team resource and uh, effectively as a founder call BS when you need to right mm -hmm. and and to really dig in so um, yeah I'm really excited I think you know uh, uh, doors open connect is going to have uh, you're going to see a ton of value from it and continue to um, but the the program continues to develop and and expand as we get more and more people through it so um, just just happy that that just one person is able to to see the value in it because um, we're gonna we're gonna stay after it and we're gonna try to bring this to as many people that are uh, interested in some support to uh, help yeah, and you should get a, a good influx of talent too. I think you know a lot of. I mean, even though there's, you know, we talk, kind of joke about it that the the pandemic or the COVID um, scenario is keeping everybody at home. Well, there's a lot of people from the in real estate. We see a lot of people are wanting to get the heck out of the big cities and and come yeah. south. Um, so I think that that will, because I I did kind of want to ask how will that you know how how is it going to impact if it's a work workspace environment sure you know um and obviously it is because you're staying at every you know staying at home um but uh yeah you should you should be getting a lot of you know new new companies coming in yeah we expect to see a lot more um uh, because as i'm sure you know most of the the listeners are aware you know there's a lot of companies that technology companies that can go fully virtual that have already and we expect to see that trend continue mm -hmm. so our customer our customer profile might change a little bit um but you know i i have the opportunity as part of the community i i'm uh joining the the horizon council in august i believe to talk about some of uh you know what what we're seeing and um what the research that we've done um and some of our efforts and to connect to the technology community but there is already you're already seeing a lot of different communities uh in uh arkansas in kansas in alabama uh georgia that are now no longer giving those big incentives to Hertz as an example right to to come in and bring the entire organization down they're giving those incentives to the workers that can be remote wherever you know wherever they are the $5,000 incentive to relocate into you know wherever it is Georgia um, just to to uh, strengthen that community and diversify the economy and I think that's a huge huge um uh uh thing that we're missing right now i mean and i've had conversation with the, uh s some people at the economic development office of lee county uh yet just yesterday i was talking to um a couple people from the naples chamber and uh really want to continue to push on that because i think southwest florida we have everything right we've got blue skies literally right now fully blue skies palm trees beautiful weather um and if you can work from here rather than being in a you know highly populated urban environment uh where you have the potential to be locked down for quite a quite a bit of time you know why, why not relocate here so uh that's that's a big thing as well but yeah i, I expect to see it's going to change a little bit, but I think co-working is coming back stronger than ever because of uh, that change in, in the workforce and having more people work remotely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
The, uh, how important do you think it is, I know we kind of talked about it, but uh, to, do you think every company or every founder should have a mentor? There's no question. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's, unless you're, and, and I would imagine, you know, and, and I, I don't think I've heard Kevin Hart talk about his mentor other than his mother. Um, but, um, you know, I, I assume all of these people that have super high energy, you know, they have their own mentors of, of some type. But yeah, I mean, I think to me, it, it truly is important just to have that outside uh, perspective. And you need to... You, you need to find the right mentor. I mean, that's part of what we do at Fusion Point is we align uh, our um, uh, companies that are in the program with mentors based on the the, the troubles, you know, the, the opportunities uh, that they're currently reviewing and, and working through, um, and also the, the mentors that um, are going to push them uh, to the next level, um, personality-wise. So it's important that you find the right person that uh, is going to drive you um, in, in the best way possible. Um, so if you, if you find somebody that's driving you into the ground, that's probably not the best mentor for you. And, you know, I was actually just having a conversation with a uh, quick shout out to Connor Fermender from Fielder. So also in the Fusion Point program, um, released a book today, actually on Amazon. Congratulations. Um, so, so congrats to him. But yeah, I was talking to him the other day and uh, he mentioned that he, he had put together a board of advisors and uh, he saw a ton of uh, value for a period of time. Uh, but he outgrew that board, you know, in, in his opinion, outgrew that board of advisors um, within six months just because of the progress that he's made. And that was outside of the Fusion Point program, of course. The Fusion Point program is great. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, he had tremendous uh, kind words for his mentor um, and the value that he's had so far. So, yeah, I, th I think it is. It's important that you find the right fit. Um, and it's okay to churn through and to interview mentors as long as you're up front you know right with with the people that you're that that you're talking to you know hey i'd, I'd love to to try this out and see if it works but you do have to be careful because um you know for as much positive influence as, as a mentor can have if you're just going out there like wild you know wild wild west cowboy just picking up somebody off the street that you don't you know you haven't vetted i mean that not everybody is good-hearted. Not everybody has the best intention. So, so you know, working through a program doesn't have to be Fusion Point, right. where where these mentors are vetted, uh, is is a, a great path to go down. That's good. And kind of kind of getting off subject a little bit here, um, but going back to the mentor stuff, I truly believe it's it's very important to have a mentor. No matter how much you think you know, you're always going to learn something new. Oh, just yeah. like just like for example, you have. Uh, Tom Brady sat behind Drew Bledsoe for four years. Now look at him. You got Aaron Rodgers that sat behind Brett Favre for a few years. Look at him now, you know. Yeah. And you see those quarterbacks that come out of the come out of college and start right away, and then you never hear from them again, you know. So it's very important to have a mentor in really anything that you do, right? Right. No, I, I definitely agree with that for sure. And so, what does MVP stand for, and how does Doors Open Connect fit in there? And what are your thoughts so far on our platform? 
Uh, so all great questions. So MVP stands for minimum viable product, I assume is what we're talking about. Obviously, MVP can stand for a lot of different things. Um, so what MVP means is it goes back to that done is better than perfect sort of mentality. It's getting um, a product out there that um, is uh, valuable to, you know, and some people say minimum valuable product um, uh, th that is valuable to your um, your users, your clients, right? Uh, and it allows you to then quickly iterate, um, get their feedback and okay, so, so, all right, I'm missing feature X, I'd like to see feature Y, you know, uh, this is broken, that is broken, hopefully there's not too many of those, um, but that's what MVP stands for and uh, I mean, Doors Open Connect from, you know, again, I don't, I've installed it, I don't use it, right? But from what I can see, I mean, it looks like a very well-refined product. Um, as far as the feature set goes, from, from an outsider perspective, looking in, it looks like there's a lot in there already. Um, I know that there's uh, a desire to have more. Um, Personally, I probably, if it was me, I would have gone, you know, from my product background, I probably would have gone less features, more focused, um, but cat's out of the bag now, right? Um, yeah, we learned, you know, like we, you talked about a little bit earlier, we learned that kind of the hard way. You, you, you know, and um, we even talked about on the podcast with our developer is that you, you think you have all these features in place, but you start to find out there's certain things in there that you that either aren't going to be utilized right away, um, but keeping it simple, yeah, uh, you know, so you the the basics, um, the mechanics of it, and to get that to work, and then to move into the other things as people um, get used to it. But uh, but yeah, no, it's. Um, Big learning, <laughs> big learning curve. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I did product management for for a number of years, and uh, and I spent. Uh, I had uh, the privilege of not only working on the product management side, but also um, leading the customer team. So I got to develop the features and then sit in a room with a customer and their account manager and talk about what they, you know, how how they liked it. Got got wrapped around the ears a couple times for some very minor changes that we didn't realize how customers were using our product because we had, you know, kind of, it was a, a, a product that had been around for a number of years, so a ton of features in it, and um, yeah, and so we would make a change and not realize that people had taken a feature we designed for, you know, a certain use. And they found a completely different, different way. way to leverage it. Um, so it, it does get difficult. And, you know, it's just, you know, fail fast, fix it faster. <laughs> yep. You know, fail forward. Um, one of the things I, I didn't, I wanted to touch on briefly because I don't think we really asked is the 239 group, let's say, to join the workspace, does it, do they have to, is it a membership fee? Is it sure. Yep. So good question. 239 work has a number of different ways you can join. So we have a uh, community or virtual membership, which is $49 a month, starts at $49 a month. There's a couple tiers of that, which allows you a certain amount of access to the space. So if you're just going to stop in. So if you're a real estate agent, good example, or someone that's in that mode where you're traveling a lot, um, you can stop in you know, up to three days a week, right? And have day passes. Uh, so that's the starting entry point and you get access to the community, uh, all of our events, things like that. The next tier then is the open space membership, which is, you know, the equivalent of coming in uh, to 
any business office and setting down your laptop and having a desk and having access to all of our amenities, the, the conference rooms, the phone booths to take private calls, um, the coffee, the tea, the cold brew, you know, um, the pool table, we got ping pong, we got a lot of things to kind of take a break as well. Um, so that is 149 a month. Um, and then that's unlimited 24 hour, seven days a week access. Uh, from there, if you want your own desk, um, we have dedicated areas that are uh, either semi-private or just out in the common area. Uh, that those uh, start at 279, um, and then we have private offices as well. So um, if you're looking to, uh, you know, doors open connect, perfect example. You guys are looking to get your office, your first office space. You don't want to spend, you know, you don't want to deal with getting your own office, having to deal with all of the logistics of, you know, making sure the bathrooms get clean, the coffee's there, the Wi-Fi is set up, troubleshooting the Wi-Fi when it goes down, you know, the, all, all those different things, running your own team building events and happy hours, because that stuff costs, what's the thing we've talked about? Time, 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 time. 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 It take as a founder, it's great to be with the team like that, but you want to be with the team. You don't want to be working through the logistics of, of all of those things. So we provide all of that. And we have uh, private offices that start at, uh, I think the cheapest one that we have now is currently $700 a month. And they're month-to-month commitments so that you don't have to go into a long-term commit. Um, if you know, you, you're not sure, you know, you can try it out for a period of time and, and then sign a longer commitment if you wanted to. So, um, yeah, we have a variety of different ways to get engaged with, uh, with the co-working space for sure. That's pretty cool. So, uh, so the private office, how, how many square feet would, would you say? Yeah, so we have a variety of different sizes. So the private offices run from anywhere from a hundred square feet. Um, all the way up to about 300 square feet. We do have uh, large suites. And for people, you know, we have uh, a couple, uh, two uh, businesses that are in our space that actually have two offices um, separated um, for their different uh, departments, right? So, um, but that may sound small, uh, but keep in mind, you don't need a conference room. You don't need a kitchen. You don't need a bathroom. You don't need uh, a front desk. You know, we have the front desk covered. Jessica, like I said, she kills it. Um, so she'll welcome your guests in, seat them, communicate to you uh, electronically, let you know that they're there. Um, so you don't, you literally just need a space for your desk and to, to have those conversations. Um, so, so it works out well. That's awesome. Well, we'll have to, hopefully when we're doing a little better, we'll have to get in there and uh, check it out. Yeah, well, you know, it's, uh, one thing to note is as part of the Fusion Point program, um, you have limited access um, to, to the space to meet with your mentor and to spend some time there. Uh, as part of the labs cohort, you have full access to the space. So 24-7 access to the space while you're going through that cohort. Um, and there's a variety of different um, incentives that come with that uh, the, the accelerator program, which include discounts on things like your CRM. So HubSpot at next to nothing, as an example, uh, AWS and Azure hosting at uh, you know, free credits. Um, marketing help, you know, uh, SendGrid, email support, you know, there's a variety of different things that are out there um, that as being part of the global accelerator network, we're able to provide to uh, anybody that's participating in our programs. That's pretty cool. Yep. 
Well, thank you very much for all that you've done so far and for taking us under your wing. Thanks to Mark and Brian as well. Um, looking forward to continuously working with you guys. And this has all been uh, been really helpful and, and insightful. Um, and we're looking forward to hopefully having you back and, and you know, a year or so, maybe a little less, if we're doing great, crazy things. Yeah. Um, but so we can talk, you know, about the how we got from point A to point B through your program, and that would be great. Yeah, for sure. We we love. Uh, if you don't have a mentor, get a mentor. Yes, yes. absolutely. <laughs> Reach out to us. I mean, we're um, we love success stories. We love quotes. Um, uh, that you know, uh, again, background, customer engagement, customer uh, experience. So advocacy is a huge thing for me uh and you know there's nothing sweeter than it coming from one of your users one of your customers one of your clients what you know however you categorize them uh some people call them partners which i like um but if i could um just do a little promo if oh, that's all absolutely. right absolutely yeah. that was next i was gonna ask you you know plug so, your plug your business i'm jump i'm jumping ahead so uh, a couple things i just wanted to put out there so um regarding the the co-working space you can find out information at uh www.239work.com that's t-w-o-3-9-work.com i'm glad you guys didn't ask me what the 239 stands for since we're in <laughs> southwest florida everybody else does uh, if you want to learn more about the group business you can learn more about that at 239group.com uh fusion point the uh nonprofit mentoring uh program is you can learn more about that and apply at www.fusionpoint with an e.org um, so fusion point with an e.org. Um, and, uh, while on the topic of fusion point, so we are currently in our annual fundraising campaign. Um, so as a nonprofit, uh, full of volunteers, we, um, don't have a large revenue stream. In fact, we have zero revenue. So we, uh, we're only able to operate through people donating their time and supporting the cause. Um, so our, um, uh, chairman of the board, Brian Samuelson, as mentioned previously, was kind enough. So he believes in the mission so strongly that he has put up $50,000 uh, to match any donations that come in. So for any donation up to the first $50,000, it's going to double your donation. So if you would, uh, if you like what you're hearing, you believe in the cause, you believe in growing the Southwest Florida ecosystem and diversifying, then please go to fusionpoint.org and click that donate button every dollar helps we greatly appreciate that um, and then so also mentioned 239 labs so that's coming soon uh, keep an eye on the 239 work social media um, for information regarding that and then one last big thing here um, is so we haven't talked about it much but I'm also part uh, the president of the technology partnership here in Southwest Florida so um, unfortunately we were we had to cancel our in-person awards banquet due to COVID but um, these awards are important and it's important to recognize what people are doing so we are running our awards so you can go to SWFRTP dot org slash awards 
to submit your self-nomination or a nomination of another individual or business for these awards. We are going to have our uh, actual award ceremony. I believe it's going to be on Facebook Live soon to be announced, but it'll be on April 6th from 6 to 8.30. We are going, to, it's a free event that you can join. We're going to have our keynote speaker, which is Jeffrey Hazlett, an author of numerous best-selling business books, including The Hero Factor, How Great Leaders Transform Organizations and Create Winning Cultures, Think Big, Act Bigger, The Rewards of Being Relentless, Running the Gauntlet, The Mirror Test, and more. He's also runs his own podcast. He's on NBC, all uh, CBS, uh, all the shows, all the, the channels, C-Suite. Um, he was a judge on The Celebrity Apprentice with uh, our favorite president, Donald Trump. Um, and so he will be there doing our keynote speech and then uh, so just to outline what those awards are um, so we have an innovation award for technical achievement by a Southwest Florida tech company transformation award hi uh, highlighting the use of technology and government nonprofit or companies outside of the technology sector to address a business operational challenge um, leaders in tech award so uh, the the key leading figures in the forefront of the uh, southwest florida region tech student award recognizing a high school or college student Startup of the Year Award, recognizing a local, local startup business with an entrepreneurial spirit that employs forward-thinking leaders. Uh, and then finally, a hopefully one and only time award, the Leader in Adversity of COVID-19 Award, recognizing a business professional in the field of technology that took on a leadership role and made significant accomplishments for technology community and or business during the COVID-19 uncertainty. Boom. Dang. <laughs> Spoiler, did we win any? <laughs> <laughs> we got to earn it. You got to self-nominate, my got, friends. We got to earn it. Well, uh, you know, we'll, going through the diversity of COVID, man, we got that thing on lock. You know, I'm taking away open houses to try to find some other ways. Uh, we'll figure this, we'll figure this thing out. We're going to, we're going to. We're gonna take this the rest of this year. The next, it's July 1st now, so we got six months to correct all the the, the last six months, right? We can fix. <laughs> yeah, it would be it would be nice to come out strong. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, thanks you so much again for coming by, and uh, greatly appreciated. Do you um, any social media? So. I have social media. You can hunt me down. Happy, happy to have you find me. But the main social media that uh, definitely would want uh, anybody to follow is please follow Fusion Point. Um, so it's exactly that, Fusion Point on Instagram. Uh, you can search us on uh, LinkedIn. We have a, a company profile there. Um, also on Facebook, 239 uh, is primarily under the 239 work um, handle. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. LinkedIn. We don't do. We haven't figured out the TikTok thing yet. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're behind the times on that one. Um, but uh, uh, and then the partnership as well. So SWFRTP. You can find on. Uh, oh, YouTube. I forgot YouTube. Uh, They're out there, guys. Yeah, no, They're just, out there. Just, just do a little digging. Check out the <laughs> websites he mentioned, and you'll you'll get to it. Or you can always contact us. Um, you know ourselves here at doorsopenconnect at gmail.com. You can DM us with any questions or feedback, and we'll hand, uh, handle them in the next week's episode. And uh, for us, follow us and like us on social media at Doors Open Connect, Facebook page, Doors Open Connect LLC, uh, LinkedIn, which uh, 
you got me a little bit on that one. I need to, <laughs> I need to convert that to doors open connect. But so far, it's still under Deshaun Robinson. Um, you know, TikTok as well. We're falling behind on that one, but uh, we do have one at doors open connect. Um, so again, thank you so much for taking the time and driving down here on your busy schedule um, to provide us a valuable insight and feedback. Greatly appreciate that. Um, as always, thank you so much, Jared of Divine, uh, Divine Digital for allowing us to record here. Hey, if you guys have an exciting app idea, this is the place to come. Um, you want to sit down with him with a free uh, consultation. So if you come up with anything during the, uh, recession, the, the COVID, um, sitting at home, coming up with ideas, you want to develop your own app, you can definitely come and check out Jared at Divine Digital. And again, his consultations are free. Um, they've been hands-on and inst uh, helped us with, with everything from the starting phases to where we're at now. You can even check out that podcast, which goes into depth. Um, but uh, come and meet them. Um, they've got social media as well, Divine Digital Agency. Um, and uh, hey, big shout out and thank you very much to all of our listeners and all of our supporters. Um, if you know, if you found value in this, greatly appreciate any feedback. Please share this episode with your friends, your family. Um, I know we're big into real estate, but this is also great and, and helpful for entrepreneurships and businesses um, alike. So continue to share this and like this information so we can get the word out there for you guys. And until next time, we'll keep the doors open so your deals stay closing. I'm Deshaun Robinson, and this is my co-host, Rick Haas. And until next time, this is DOC signing out. This week's episode is brought to you by the Doors Open Connect app platform, available on the Apple App Store to download now. Designed by real estate professionals for real estate professionals. Looking to leverage your business and take it to the next level with the newest technology available? Doors Open Connect. If you're not sure what we're about, make sure to listen to the first episode ever, and we'll keep the doors open so your deals stay closed.